0: And welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches to be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy. Author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. What habits do you have that work really well for you in your life and in your business? In today's show, we're going to be really starting to explore the importance of your habits and the importance of you being aware of what your habits are. You know, habits are something that occur outside of our conscious awareness. We do them automatically. Uh, They're designed to save us time, to save us energy, and we're almost doing our habits on automatic pilot. And when we are aware of our habits, the ones that serve us and the ones that perhaps hinder us from achieving our goals, then we can start to really make changes to those habits so that we can achieve the goals that we desire, we can be more productive, and we can really get to where we want to be. So let's start to think about it, and I want you to have a piece of paper and a pen handy because it's useful for you to actually start to think about the habits that you practice in everyday life. And let's get into, I guess, an exploration of what really works well for you and what maybe doesn't work so well for you. And I guess a great place to start will be for you to really think about one specific goal. And you can then go and apply this to all the goals that you have for yourself. But think about one specific goal and just hold that goal in your mind. And now I want you to think about what habits do you have that really help you and support you in the achievement of that goal? What are the things that you do that really set you up for success in that area. Maybe it's thoughts that you have. Maybe it's specific actions that you take. Maybe it is the way in which you interact with people in relation to that goal. I really want you to write down all the things that you do that really help you to achieve the goal. And then the flip side of that, of course, is all the things that maybe hinder you from achieving the goals. Those habits that you have that don't serve you, that maybe hold you back from getting to where you want to be. And. You know, habits are this neurological feedback loop that keep running on automatic pilot almost. And habits aren't just about behavior, they're also about our habitual ways of thinking about things. And so as we go through this show, I want you to think about not just what you do in terms of your habits, but actually how you're thinking and also then how those thoughts drive the emotions that you habitually experience that then drive the behavior and ultimately. results that you're getting. So let's start by thinking as well about what do you do every morning? Now we often hear people talk about an effective morning routine and you know the morning is when our day starts. The morning is when we can wire our brains to really focus on what it is we desire to achieve. Now of course there's a difference between waking up in the morning full of vim and vigour and thinking about all the wonderful things that you're going to do during the day and thinking about the problems that you've gone to bed with the night before, rethinking those negative thoughts or those thoughts that don't help you that then really just embed those neurological pathways that just tell your synapses in the brain, right, this is the way we think about this. And it's literally, imagine that you're creating a rut within your brain. You know, you're literally in a rut with your thinking the minute you wake up in the morning. Now, it could be thinking about, I don't want to get out of bed and then hitting that snooze button and hitting it more than once, maybe two, three, four times before you actually get out of bed. And the reason you're motivated to get out of bed is because if you don't get out of bed, there will be negative consequences. So think about what happens to you. And maybe tomorrow morning you might want to just pay attention to this. What happens each morning when you wake up? Are you habitually reaching for social media? What's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Are you someone who checks Facebook, looks at Instagram, uh, reads your emails while you're in bed? Are you someone who wakes up and does some journaling or some meditation practice? Are you someone who spends time focusing on visualizing the outcomes that you want to achieve in that day? Are you someone who has a habitual gratitude practice where you wake up and are thankful and grateful for the things that you have in your life the things that you're able to do be and have now these all form of course part of what we call a morning routine what about once you get out of bed you know are you someone who automatically goes and does some exercise so that it's done for the day what does that look like and i'd love you just to spend some time thinking about those things like think about it when you wake up, what's the first thing you do? And, again, grab a journal and have it by your bed and pay attention to what it actually is that you're doing because sometimes the things we think we're doing aren't actually the things that we are doing. Now, you know, I want you to notice what's the first thought you have every morning? What are you focusing on? Where is your attention going to? You know, maybe it's some bodily aches and pains that you first go to in the morning. Maybe it's um something that was worrying you from yesterday or thinking about, something that happened that, you know, upset you emotionally. So I really want you to pay attention to that and to actually make a note. And I would do that for a good three, four days so that you can do some analysis around what is happening for you in that morning routine. Now, the other thing that I want you to start to think about is what's next for you in terms of your day? What are you doing habitually as you go throughout your day that helps or hinders you? How organized are you? How often have you got things laid out and ready so that you are prepared and well-prepared For work life and home life, how often do you say to yourself, "Look, you know what? I'm going to get the children's clothes all ready every morning so they're easy to access," and then not do it, and you find yourself scrambling through and thinking that's not ironed. Or um, although I don't think many of us are ironing at the moment, (laughs) we're in a pandemic. Um, But you know, how many of you say that you'll get organised with meal prep, or um, you know, having your to-do list done, or reviewing the end of the day and having an end of the day ritual for your work, and then how? many of us actually do it. Now, creating and forming habits is a really essential part of supporting yourself in achieving your goals. And the first thing to do then when we're thinking about the habits that are going to support us in achieving our goals is determining what those things are that will make that difference, that will help us to shift the needle in terms of where we want to get to. Now, I really want you to focus on that then. Focus on what habits do you repeat throughout the day without even thinking. You know, sometimes it can be time-based habits where you automatically, um, you know, kind of look up at 10.30 in the morning and think I'm gonna go and have a cup of tea or you know when lunchtime is. Maybe you have a habit of not eating throughout the day at all and then you, um, you know, you're getting tired and crabby and hangry and um, you know, you don't eat until you recognize that you need food. Think about all the different things that happen in your day that you do in a habitual way and whether or not they're working for you or whether or not they're perhaps hindering you in achieving what it is that you want to achieve, in building great relationships. You know, I know for myself, if I don't have, if I don't balance my blood sugar, I'm as cranky as a cut snake. So, you know, I need to make sure that I'm habitually taking care of myself in terms of the fuel that I'm fueling my body with so that my energy levels and my sugar levels and my equilibrium are my- maintain right throughout the day. You know, like I'm a busy person. I'm run the mindset coach Academy. I run mindset dimensions. I have two young children. I'm a, a solo parent. I'm homeschooling, you know, There is a lot going on, especially now where we are in this pandemic. And it is important that you recognize what you need to do and how you can really help yourself rather than um, you know take away from your ability to achieve what it is that you want to achieve. And sometimes it's simple tweaks that you can make, you know, like even meal planning, food planning, doing some food prep at the weekends, getting yourself super organized so that, you know, you have the framework in which you can really flourish without having to worry about the day-to-day running of your house, Um, you know, and even your business, like if you start to block time out and do things in a way that you know that from 10 to 10.30 every morning you're going to check emails or that you're going to um, create content on a certain day and a certain time, getting yourself into those patterns really does help to set you up for the success that you desire. Now, when you pay attention to your habits, often we focus on that morning routine. I also want you to focus on the evening routine. What is your bedtime routine like and is it really conducive to you getting the rest that you need, to letting your brain relax and rest, let your body rest so that then you can get up the next morning and, you know, be productive, have the energy that you need to have to get on and do the things that you need to do during the day. I think evening routine is often quite neglected. You know, sometimes, you know, we like, we get the children into bed. Once they're asleep, we think, well, I can do a little bit more work, or maybe I've got some downtime for myself. Maybe we go onto Netflix and, you know, before we know it, it's 11.30 midnight and we realise that we're not going to get enough physical rest to restore ourselves for the day ahead. So I really want you to pay attention and, and awareness is the first thing about how right throughout the day, from the moment you open your eyes, right through to when you your head hits the pillow again and you d- drop into that lovely deep sleep, what are you doing habitually throughout the day? What's working for you and what's hindering you? like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. So thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Now, James Clear has written an amazing book. It's called Atomic Habits. And Atomic Habits is a great read if you want to understand more about the stages of a habit. And in the work that we do at the Mindset Coach Academy, we teach you about how to help people change their habits and so that we can help our clients to change their habits as well. Now, there are four key stages of a habit. And the very first one is the cue and or the trigger, right? So how do I know it's time to do this habit? What has to happen in order for me to start that progress, sorry, to start that process at the neurological level, that automatic process? So, for example, in the morning, the trigger might be the alarm goes off or a child comes in and wakes you up. What is the trigger? What's the cue? How do you know to begin that? When you're going for a run, how do you know how it's time to go for a run? If you go for a run every day at the same time, perhaps it's because it's 10 o'clock in the morning and that's the time you go for a run. So we also have cues for thoughts, right? How do you know it's time to think well of yourself? How do you know it's time to experience a positive emotion in response to an event? And Paying attention to the cues for your habits and really installing and creating cues for yourself that then trigger that behaviour is a really powerful way for you to actually make sure you're installing and embedding habits that work well for you. So the cue could be setting the alarm at a different time. The cue could be, you know, when you have a cup of coffee. The cue could be, um, you know, that you see a diary Entry. The cue could be you see your running shoes on the bed beside, beside the bed and you know it's time to actually get up and go for that run or do that exercise. Now, the next thing that's important is the craving. Now, this is where we have the motivation or the desire to do something. In order to start to begin a process of behavior, we have to actually want to do it. There has to be a motivating factor. And of course, things like our values play into this, things like real clarity about our goals and what we want our future to be like. How do we want our future us to be like, how do you want your future you to be really plays into that motivation factor and that desire to actually do it. Now, the other thing that plays really well into desire to do things too, aside from clarity and, and, you know, motivation and the value supporting it is seeing progress. And so that becomes really important part of our habits, like how do you know that you're making progress towards something? What is it that you know that you are going to get? What is doing this activity? So what is responding to the trigger from the cue going to get for you or enable you to do? And having real clarity about that, having the vision, having being able to see the end result, the end goal, the end experience is so critical in kind of getting you up and out and another thing that's really important here is about your identity. You know, if, if we take the running example, so that there's a difference between I am going for a run and I am a runner. Because when we say I'm going for a run, we can, you know, it's like I'm going to the shops or I'm going to have a bath or I'm going to cook dinner now. They are related to energetic behaviours rather than and their future, right? So I'm going to do this rather than I am a runner, right? When we embrace the identity of I'm a runner, then there's a whole set of behaviours and habits that go with that, right? When we identify as a runner, we can visualise ourselves running and it becomes part of who we are rather than an action or activity that we're going to do. And so setting yourself up when you're going for a run by having your shoes ready, having your exercise equipment handy is very, very powerful um, in terms of, you know, putting on the clothes that represent that identity, getting your Fitbit, whatever it is that you do. Quick hint, I'm not a runner, but I'm imagining, and, and some of our um, amazing mind certified mindset coaches are runners, and um, you know they have all this equipment, and they know that that is the signal for them that they're really stepping into and embracing that identity. Now, the next thing is the response. Now, the response is the habit or the thought that you have in relation to doing that behaviour. And so what we want to then do is have this, you know, we have the cue, we have the trigger, we get into it, the desire, the motivation to do it, and then we're actually doing it. And when we're doing it, of course, we're in it. And that's where we want, as coaches, our clients to be, right? We want to help our clients move from inertia into action. We want them to be taking action towards achieving their goals, to be really doing things that are going to move the needle, move them closer to where they want to be. And so that's the next step. And the final thing is the reward. Like what is the end goal? What am I going to get or achieve or be able to do by doing this thing? So in the example of running, it could be I'm going to be able to be fit and be able to run around with my children. I'm going to have some headspace. I'm going to have time for myself when I am out there pounding the pavement or running through the forest or through the park. I'm going to have time for me. Maybe it is I'm going to be able to shift some of the weight perhaps that I've put on. Maybe it's something around, you know, I will just be more healthy and more vital and energised. Whatever it is, we need to think about, well, what is the reward? Of that. And one of the things that really helps us and our clients to recognize the reward is to have some metrics in place to actually track our progress. You know, whether it's you know losing weight, whether it's running, whether it's getting more clients in your business, whether it's increasing your social media or email subscribers you know, having those metrics in place, looking at those insights, creating a simple tracker or a food diary or, you know, yes, I did my run today and being able to check that off from the neurological point of view, what it's doing is it's wiring the brain in to get that real release of endorphins and serotonin and dopamine. We feel good, right? Dopamine, of course, they're all all neurotransmitters and that relationship then, that mind-body connection between us taking the action that we set out to take and the reward of doing it right so from intention from thought about doing it to completion we actually fill our body with all these positive hormonal responses and we feel good right we feel good and the reality is that when you take action and you feel good you want to do it again okay and that's where we want to be both in terms of our business and our goals in life, both in terms of ourselves and our clients. So how can we get ourselves to focus on feeling good, like the end result, the end goal, and then enjoy the process as well, And I want you to think about this. What can you do if you know that you've got a project to do, if you know that you've got certain things that you want to achieve? Maybe it's that you are currently designing a coaching program for your clients. Maybe it's that you're currently working on your website. Maybe it is something like you have a weight loss or a health and fitness goal. How can you, throughout that journey, take action to install and embed those habits so that it becomes an automatic reaction that the alarm goes off and you're up there and you're out and running whatever your goal is? And how can you step into the identity of the person that has already achieved that goal? Now, the answer to that and many more questions are coming up in future shows. We are going to be looking at habits in more detail. We're going to be exploring behavior and how your behavioral preferences need to be in alignment with your goals um, and how you can manage that both for yourself and your clients. And we're also going to be looking at the power of identity for really helping you to achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve in your life or in your business. I'll see you in next week's show. Bye for now. that wraps up this week's episode of the mindset coach podcast remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on your favorite podcast app leave us a review if you've loved it share it with your friends and i really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here mindset is everything